and welcome to Show Talk, the place where I talk, you talk, and we talk about shows. As you guys can tell, if you've been following me long enough, the new intro means we are jumping into a brand new show, and I am so excited to announce we are now going into Marvel's Cloak and Dagger. And if you have been following along with me on Twitter and on all other social medias, you know that we are right into mid-season two, it's almost done, and Ah, the drama. I'm so excited to see how the season's going to end, which means I couldn't leave season one hanging to you guys. I had to break it down. I had to give the people what they want, or at least what I want and what you're willing to listen to. So if you're new here, this is how the general format always goes with a lot of my shows. We do a quick breakdown of what happened within the episode, and then we move into our own theories and then follow that up with the new episode pretty simple but sometimes I like to change it up depending on what you guys like to listen to so we'll see how that goes with this season but let's jump into season one episode one of Marvel's Cloak and Dagger and see what exactly we just watched All right, so so far, I'm really digging how the writing style is working for this show. It seems like we're seeing a little bit of the past and jumping right into what's going on in the present. And it surrounds our two main characters, Tandy Bowen and Tyrone Johnson. And can I tell you, I already love them right off the bat. And we're just really meeting them. We're getting to see who they are, what their characters are going to bring, and the powers that apparently they have hidden within. And what's so great about the way this episode has been set up is you get to really grow with them, see how their past has affected their future, and how it makes them important as both individual characters and also as characters together as their little oh I'm not gonna give too many spoils away because I have watched this season but when we get there we'll get there <laughs> but what we do know is that they are cloak and they are dagger and so we will be seeing little parallels of their lives both as children and well into their teens and we start off with little baby Tyrone Johnson who is just trying to live in his brother's eye and trying to protect him in his own little way and it starts off with him trying to steal a radio smart but he does it for his brother because he doesn't want his brother to look like a punk in front of his friends because he didn't want to do it and also he's trying to show his brother that he can he can be with them he can I don't know. Do people have brother complexes? I think that's a thing when you have an older brother and all you want to do is make them proud. And I think these are just one of these moments. But the way Tyrone goes about it, maybe not as smart. So he steals this radio. And one thing that I realized the show is going to do right off the bat is it's going to deal with some hard issues that are within society, in our own society, not just this makeshift reality that we're watching on our TV. And one of those main issues is profiling and racism in America. And that took me for an entire left field because those are very sensitive topics, especially with how sensitive things are in this day and age. And for them to be 
hitting on some of these issues, I was ready. I was prepared. And so some of these things that we're going to see is issues with police and black men or the black community in general. And we see that in how Tyrone is so scared, even as a child, to be be caught. And when his brother confronts him about stealing the radio, we even see this fear continue to spiral as they do get caught by the cops. And even though they're not really doing anything wrong, even though their plan was to return the radio back to its owner, you know it's not going to go well because of everything we do know in our own society and what happens when these two lives come together. We have police brutality, we have shootings, we have all the things and we talk about every bit in this episode and I love it so much but as Tyrone and Billy go running away from the cops we switch over to Tandy's life because parallels so if I'm going a little back and forth between the two of them get used to it because that's basically what they do in the show anyway so in Tandy's little baby life we see her as a petite ballerina and she is just a cute little girl. You can tell she's wealthy. She's higher up in society. But there are problems within her little normative life. She, her mom, I think, is doing drugs. And you can see as the episode continues, that is also a possibility. Her father is a bit of a workaholic, but he seems to still take time for her. And that is seen when he goes to pick her up after her mom has forgotten about her in her drug spiral and they continue to go home. However, this is all interrupted with a huge explosion that happens on the river or lake. And I believe if you listen to Nathan's Tandy's father conversation on the phone he talks about how there's going to be an explosion if a certain rig is shut off now this explosion can cause such an energy rift that it could change lives and foundations as they are now and he warns them of this he warns them of the pressures of the energy fields of all the scientific mumble jumble that we don't really know about right now but has some significance when we see what happens to tandy's lives and how she continues to interact with the corporation Roxxon and the powers that they have both against her and apparently Tyrone as well. But as this explosion eventually occurs, it devastates and changes the lives of both Tandy and Tyrone. Tandy, her father, gets shocked by the explosion, ends up causing an accident, which ends up leading his car to the bottom of the lake and him deceased upon impact, leaving poor baby Tandy trapped inside the car. On Tyrone's end, the explosion is such a shock as he's running with his brother that the cops that are also chasing him ends up shooting Billy multiple times to the point that he dies as well and falls into the river. But poor poor saddened baby Tyrone jumps into the river as well to try to save him and that's when this explosion has a second blast that hits both Tandy and Tyrone at the exact same time. Now whether we know it or not this second blast is 
very important because it's also the time that we see Tyrone and Tandy show both of their powers. Yeah, we're gonna say powers for the first time. We see Tyrone with his darkened cloak reach out to a light, which apparently is Tandy and her source of energy. And they both come together and are able to save one another as children which moves us on to their teenage lives and how this explosion, the death of both Billy, Tyrone's brother, and Nathan, Tandy's father, has changed their lives forever. And boy, has it changed their life. We're going to start off with Tandy's because I feel like her life has been impacted the most. Okay, well, that's a little more dramatic, but I feel like Tandy's life has spiraled in such a way that it, oh, to me, it hurt. It hurt me a lot. But since this explosion, it seems that Tandy has just gone downhill. Her family has lost the the money that they had, the social standing that they had, and she's taking a big hit. I mean, the girl is doing the same type of drugs that her mother is doing, and that hurts me the most because she's better than that. We know she's better than that, and yet that seems like her only coping method to everything that's happened since then with her mom, who's spiraling, who's doing drugs, who's drinking on the regular, who's, I don't know, I think she's kind of using her boyfriends to, I, I don't know, honestly. It's the episode, the first season, first episode, I don't know everything. But we can see that clearly there's a rift between both her and her mother. Tandy doesn't approve of what her mother is doing with both her relationships, her drinking, her drugs, which is totally hypocritical because she's doing the exact same thing. But her method of acquiring money and survival on point because she does this little hustling game with her current boyfriend Liam where they go and they pick out certain rich kids who don't deserve everything that they have honestly and they drug them and steal money from them and move on with their life and sell what they've stolen as a means of survival and Good for her, because some of these people that she's stolen money from, honestly, they deserve it. Karma. But one of them actually find her and proceed to practically almost, I was scared, rape her. And whew, that's another thing that this show does. We're talking about important topics. And where with Tyrone's life we talk a little bit more about racism and police brutality and being black in America in Tandy's life we talk about what it is like to be a female in America in a male-dominated world where someone like this dude that she stole from thinks that they're entitled to her body why because she may have taken a little bit of money from him. He dropped some bottle service on her. Ah, crazy. And I love it so much that we talk about things like this. But getting back to Tandy's life, realizing that the money that she stole from this guy is not going to be the enough 
for her for whatever she's doing she decides to go to a party in which we will meet teenage tyrone and let's see how his life has changed ever since the explosion shall we ever since billy's death tyrone has you can see that there is anger and emotional down spiraling that we have been seeing um more aggressively with tandy but subtly with din tyrone he can tell he is trying to live up to his parents expectations he's trying to be the the good guy the the best son the perfect civilian but that can never be enough especially when you've lost someone a loved one the way that tyrone has and you can see that it's it's difficult i mean have you guys noticed where Tandy in the beginning of the episode showed some higher st- social standing and Tyrone showed a little lower class standing in the beginning of the episode in the flashback episode? It's flip-flopped. Now Tandy is living in the lower social ends, um, barely making ends meet, and Tyrone seems to be more uh, on the higher social end where he goes to a expensive private school his family has a good house and is well off but with that comes a lot of prejudice like a lot of things as well because you can see it how he gets roughed around while he's playing his basketball game and it's not being called by the ref and he feels like he can't be perfect even in the life that he has and everything that he's gotten with it, he's still never enough. Hell, his mom even says, even if you do everything right, I still might lose you. And that is such a good line um, when you're looking at Tyrone's storyline because when Billy died, he was still doing everything right or trying to do everything right and he still died and that is just it opens up the discussion of not only the things that black men and the black community go through and the fears that they have but also behind closed doors the fears that black mothers have for their children when they let them out into the world and they let them out into the street knowing that you're not able to protect them and there's nothing really you can do about it. And we see this more as we get to hear little tidbits about what happened after Billy died. Although Tyrone reported that his brother was shot by police, we see a cover-up, an actual cover-up, where they say that the police that shot Billy actually never went to this. He's a ghost. He's not real. He's Tyrone's lying. But... Oh, and behold, we see him not a few minutes later, Detective Connors, no longer a beat cop, but a detective, even better. Apparently, Billy's body was in such a bad state that they weren't even able to decipher whether or not he was shot. You're telling me the cover-up went so deep that they destroyed Billy's body to hide the fact that he was shot by I shook 
I was shook. I couldn't. Ah, but that just shows the problems that are within our society. I mean, maybe not to that extent. I hope, but it's still there and it's affected his family and his way of life to this day. I mean, he even seems like a social hermit and is withdrawn within himself compared to how he used to be as a child. And one of his friends, crushes or whatever, Evita, in order to bring him out of his shell a bit, invites him to a little party that I think our friend Tandy might actually be going to as well. And that's where we get their first little meetup of them meeting each other after so long. I mean, they don't recognize each other, but they're both there. And that's when our two parallels meet in a little thing and I am so excited to see them both on the same screen on the same scene together because it's an explosive reaction and I mean that in Tandy in her best fashion tries to steal Tyrone's wallet and as he tries to get it back from her and they touch there's a huge explosion where they push each other back and their powers are unleashed Tandy starts showing her light, her dagger. This is the first time we've seen her dagger. And Tyrone starts showing a bit of his cloak. And they don't know what's going on. They don't remember what happened when they were children. So this is new and this is 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 random. They don't know what to do from here. And of course, Tandy and her 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 fashion goes running when she's scared and Tyrone is left to figure things out on their own. So although we get to see them meet and interact briefly in that little scene, they are now more connected than they were a few minutes ago in the last few scenes. And I can't wait to see more of that in episode two. We haven't seen, that's kind of the only moment we see with the both of them in episode one, but that just starts a domino effect of how things start to change. Tyrone is, he's jumping. At least that's what I'm calling that right now. He's jumping in his sleep. His first jump, he ends up on one of Roxanne's buildings, naked in his bedroom sheets because he took a nap and ended up in another location. And that's one of the first jumps he does. His second jump, apparently he can only do it while he's unconscious. He ends up jumping into Connor's car, the police that shot his brother. And good to know that this dude is still shady throughout the rest of his life because he went from now a killer to selling cocaine. Let that sit in there. He's still a bad cop. He went from killing a kid to hiding what he did and now selling drugs. Okay. And so Tyrone, now seeing this, now being caught by by Connors, is on his radar. And 
almost dies, honestly, in trying to escape. But now he has a target on his back and he should be scared. But I don't really think he is because I think Tyrone is going to go for some kind of revenge um, or trying to find justice for Billy in some way, seeing as how he can't turn to the good guys. The good guys are what hid Connors for so long and what hid his brother's death for so long. So we'll see how he ends up working with that. On Tandy's end, after showing the brief moment of her dagger when she first met Tyrone, we see that this tends to come more into action for her when she's threatened. And she's threatened when one of her the people that she tried to steal from before ends up attacking her, trying to get their money back, and also just being a complete a-hole. She uses her dagger to defend herself and to protect herself, and she's scared, of course, because maybe she probably killed somebody and she doesn't know. But also, she now has a power within her that she's never had before that is dangerous to some degree and she doesn't know what to do with it so we'll see how that plays out especially with the way that tandy's mental state is right now with her doing her drugs with everything that's happening with her family the lifestyle choices that she has who knows this power could either go really well for her and and help her grow as a person or it could go really bad for her and she could just be leaving bodies on the street so Frannick's still out there and how that's going to play out but that's kind of the whole entire episode of episode one of Marvel's Cloak and Dagger and I don't know about you but I'm pretty excited to see how they're going to move on from here I mean we've tackled two main like important issues in one episode and I uh, what more can they give us honestly we have police brutality we have being a woman in America we have uh, just so many hidden gems honestly that I can't I can't wait for more I can't wait to see how they're gonna go on from here um, what were some of the things that you liked about that episode? I really liked seeing Tyrone and Tandy together. I'm sorry. Which just leads to the question because I'm on season two and I already know what team I'm on. But are you team Tyrone and Evita or Tyrone and Tandy? I'm a Tyrandy fan. I'm not going to lie. I love them together. I think they're meant to be together and seeing them together in this season and last season has just been so great for me it's been little nuggets of joy but I know that there are team Evita's out there who love her as well and so if they do happen and if it is real I can't wait to see her come into what she needs to come into I won't go into more in depth because I don't do spoilers because it's only episode one, but I'm going to try. I'm trying not to, but 
what else did you guys like about this episode? I really liked seeing how they went from the past to the future. I think that's a, a great way for us to get to know the characters. Um, I liked seeing some of the little hidden gems from the episode. Like, did you guys notice the money that Tandy stores in the bag in her home is actually the same ballerina bag that she used when she was like a child? Like from when she from when the explosion it's the same pink bag if you go back to the beginning of the episode you'll see it and so that just shows that she's holding on to like her past and the importance of it and who knows how that's going to change her um she also has she also has billy's billy's little jacket because tyrone was wearing it when the explosion happened and she took it back uh when she left the beach and so that that's cool to see that they've been connected for so long even without them knowing her still to this day holding on to Tyrone's jacket and you see Tyrone himself has her ballet shoe is that not the cutest thing come on if you don't ship Tyrone Tyrandy I don't know what but is that not the cutest thing? They've been connected for so long. They have little mementos of one of the biggest moments of their lives. And they don't even know it. They, they don't even know it. <laughs> but I hope you like this episode of Show Talk Podcast. If you are following me on Twitter, you'll probably hear me talking about season two and everything that's going down on season two. If you're watching it, it's on Thursday on Freeform at 8 p.m. So I will see you there. You can follow me at Show Talk Podcast on Twitter. Or if you want to know about more shows that I'm covering or will be covering slash finishing because it's a whole thing, but I have more free time now. You can go to showtalk.blog for more information. And if you guys want a shout out on the next episode or have any information or suggestions about certain things you'd like me to cover, you can always go there as well. And all that jazz. But like always, this is a place where I talk, but also you talk. So keep on talking. I'll see you next time.